0: Hello, Locked On Winnipeg Jets fans. It is once again time to get your feedback from the fans to hear more about how you feel about the idea of a Winnipeg Jets rebuild. Are you on board? If so, why and who would you want to see staffing this team? If not, we're going to take a look at some of the uh, responses on the other side of the fence and get a sense of how the fan base feels and also give my own thoughts about a potential rebuild on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. For Locked On the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLocal and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for choosing to make Lockdown Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. As you can tell by this episode, we have uh, audio and video versions of this podcast available for you at home, on the go, wherever you want us. We're there for you 24-7 every weekday. Now, for tonight's episode, I did want to talk about a couple of um, major topics, mainly around the concept of rebuilding. And rather than just giving you my personal thoughts, uh, first, I kind of wanted to ask the fan base. Now, I didn't get like a a huge uh, polling of results for the five questions that I asked, partly because it was a little bit later in the day when I did ask, but um, I think it actually gives a really interesting insight into how the fan base is feeling, and quite honestly, the uh, barometer is telling me it's an extremely mixed feeling, but one thing that I do think most people uh, seem to gravitate towards is the concept of the jets being at a bit of a major decision point. So we're going to talk about the five questions that I asked and sort of my own personal feelings about this. For the most part, the the questions were structured in a way where I only had like uh, four polling options for most of them. So, you know, I say firmly, yes, leaning, yes, leaning, no, and firmly, no. Uh, It's not a super scientific approach to this, but, you know, it's just generally here for like a vibes check. Right. So the first question that I ask the fans, um, you know, listeners just like you, is should the Jets rebuild? Based on around 38 votes so far, uh, we have had a very interesting distribution. 13 percent say firmly. Yes. Thirty nine or or 40 percent say leaning. Yes. 30%, 30%, uh, 28 to 30% say leaning no, and 18% say firmly no. This is actually a pretty split distribution. Generally speaking, I kind of thought, thought that people would probably be somewhere in the uh, leaning yes or leaning no camp. Um, and, you know, my, my followers are obviously, we have a, a pretty interesting gamut of folks. So, um, you know, you, you will have some response bias, but I feel like this particular question and the responses that I got is probably not that dissimilar from what you might see if you sampled a larger part of the population. Now, I will say that there are probably a lot of fans who are probably, to some degree, um, more in the Leaning No camp. I think if you ask the entire fan base, uh, honestly, I would expect Leaning No to be one of the bigger um, responses, just because I feel like most people are are kind of waiting for what coaching staff emerges. Uh, obviously we're, we're still waiting on a major hiring decision over the next week or so. And, you know, if the jets are included in this decision, uh, that would obviously shape the course of the next few years. So for the jets, um, my personal feeling is that a rebuild after this season is going to be a very real consideration. I think that this season is probably one of the last big chances the jets have to make some noise unless something really changes either at the draft. Uh, with some trades or they they really slam dunk this hiring process and you know year one they hit the ground running they look like a great you know uh, cup contending team and they carry that momentum into the second year my personal feeling is that is a super unrealistic scenario Uh, I just feel like the Jets aren't really anywhere near good enough to be um, on the level of where they should and where they need to be to really compete for a championship title I love the Jets as much as the next person. But uh, if you ask me this question, I'm I'm sort of leaning yes, uh, personally. I, I feel, again, I do want to give it one more season before I kind of pull the pin on this whole thing. But let's be honest, this team has probably been treading water for way too long, and a rebuild isn't necessarily the worst thing. Uh, if you kind of look at where the Jets have finished recently and their, their playoff, well, failures, to be honest, it's not been a pretty picture. You know, the Jets have been around for like almost 10, 11 years now. And what do they really have to show for it? Not a lot. You know, the closest that they ever got to glory was that one 17, 18 season in which they were so good. They were like, for me, this close to a cup win and maybe the best team in the entire league. But of course they ran into Marc-Andre Fleury and, you know, things just kind of came apart at the seams. Not, uh, not for, for lack of trying, but I will say that there were some coaching decisions that I definitely disagreed with and, I don't know that it you know cost the team the series, but you know in retrospect, it certainly put the Jets in a pretty tough position, and ever since then it's just been a bit of a downward spiral and the reality is if you you know spend two to three years uh even three or four in Winnipeg's case, kind of spinning your wheels and not really getting anything done, you have basically blown out your entire window, and I think that that for the Jets is a dawning reality. I don't know if they were aware of that before this year. Uh, I'm going to guess the front office was probably more aware of that than some of the fan base was. But, you know, obviously the organization has differing uh, opinions internally in how they want to approach uh, managing this team. And I think that has been a consistent issue. Uh, Certainly we've had ownership kind of going in one direction. I would imagine Shovel Off probably felt a little bit differently in certain areas and Paul Maurice, again, kind of going in an even different direction from there. So, you know, it's been a really mixed bag. But now this is the first time where the Jets kind of have more of a clean slate. It's not entirely clean. Uh Shovel Day Elf definitely still has people to answer to. And I think the Jets themselves, I think they're cognizant of, of where they're at. But, you know, there are still steps that I haven't really seen them take yet. And, you know, there's a lot that they have to fix. And so... I I kind of like the idea of a rebuild. I'm not going to lie. You know, the more that I've thought about it over the past couple of weeks, I I just feel like this is a a critical juncture for the jets. And it kind of comes down to what happens with Pierre-Luc Dubois and Mark Shifley. I think those two guys are among your most important contributors. um, And pending, even if you get like a head coach, pending what happens or who we hire, those two players in particular kind of form the backbone of this entire squad's offense If either one of them goes um, and you don't get a return that's like NHL ready, then you really do have to start asking the question of a rebuild. Uh, Shifley especially going would be obviously a pretty devastating loss to the first line. Uh, For all of Shifley's flaws, he is to one of of our most productive players, and it's not clear that he entirely wants to stay. Not that I can necessarily blame him, but uh, if he wants to move on, then the jets probably should start you know talking about that big R word and then you would also have to kind of ship off dubois i would think because if if you're rebuilding pld is very young and maybe you could build around him um maybe you could give him a really long term contract but I, I think it's hard to sell guys on this vision unless you, ha- you really illustrate that you have a winning um organization uh, a winning culture and something dedicated to building towards the future and i just don't feel the jets have given anything like that so far so from my perspective, if I'm Dubois, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to stick around. Uh, you know, his dad may work for the Jets and maybe that's the saving grace. But, you know, looking at this team and where it's at, man, I I, I don't know. I look at the Colorado Avalanche and how, um, at, you know, for a while I was very skeptical of Joe Sakik, but it, he's put together a monster roster. And I think it's because he's also solicited advice from the right people to kind of help shape him, you know, shape that team uh, and make decisions that don't get him into trouble. And for the most part, he's taken that advice and I think he's run with it. So, you know, that is a, an example of like a, a winning organization and the jets are so far from that, that I just feel like, you know, you can't retool to get to that point. You have to kind of tear it down from the ground up and start over. And so kind of the, the next set of questions I, I did ask, uh, sort of pertain to this and kind of this mindset of needing to start over and before we get to my second question, which is actually a pretty important one for the next couple of weeks, I do want to shout out one of our awesome partners. Uh, if you've heard me talk about them before, you know that I'm a very big fan of Built Bars. Um, obviously, Built Bars are this awesome protein bar alternative. They're the only protein bar that tastes more like a candy bar with a 100%, 100% real chocolate exterior and a soft, chewy interior. They've got another flavor that's, you know, uh, just one in the lo- latest line of really awesome flavors. It's called Mud Pie. Um. This is like one of the best ones that they've ever done in my opinion. And it's delicious. It's, you know, uh, in a couple of different varieties, including the mud pie bar and the mud pie puff flavor. Uh, You can get them, you know, whenever you want. And if you're not really sure about this flavor and you want to try some of their other ones, they've also got a mixed box for you that includes a selection of 12 different flavors that you can choose. So you can pick your new favorite and find something that you really love, even if it's not the mud pie pie flavor. But honestly, I've I've tried this one and you're, you're going to want to sample this. Now, uh, what's really great about built bars is as, as delicious as they are, you know, even the mud pie flavor is guilt-free clocks in at 150 calories, just eight grams of sugar and around eight grams of carbs. Plus you're getting like 16, 17 grams of protein, which is crazy, right? You're getting the flavor and deliciousness of a candy bar with all of the health benefits of a protein bar. So it's perfect for every lifestyle. It's great on the go, you know, before your gym, maybe you're heading to school or you're giving your kids something for school, Built Bars are there for you every time uh, you need them and for, for all lifestyles. So well, if you're ready to place your order, go to Bilt.com and be sure to use promo code LOCKED15 at checkout to get 50% off your order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 at checkout for 15% off at Bilt.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked on Winnipeg Jets. Uh, we are doing another episode, kind of getting a sense of the fan fan base feelings on, um, obviously, the idea of the Jets rebuilding. We did a vibe checks earlier, like a couple of weeks ago, getting a sense of how you felt about the coaching search and the general state of the team. I kind of wanted to pop the question of a rebuild because I feel like that one has be, become increasingly uh, prevalent recently. And I, I'm curious to know, you know, how fans feel. We talked about it in the first part. You know, the the rebuild question is obviously very controversial, very split opinions from like around 40 or so responses. And I can only imagine that if you blow that out, it's going to be even more divisive. Before we get to some of my other questions, though, uh, there was actually another survey that I wanted to offer you guys and one that's really here to help both you and me. Uh, This survey is a, a locked on podcast survey. We're always looking to serve you guys better and give you some really awesome content. And, uh, you know, the best way to do it is for you to tell us what you like about us and what you don't like and would, you know, suggest. So if you go to LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey, we've got a super quick user survey for you. Uh, Obviously, we want to improve our show um, and keep delivering the content that you love every single day. And if you complete the survey, which will only take a few minutes, it's super short, you will be entered to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Now, I don't know about you, but if you've ever bought, you know, concert tickets or even sporting event tickets. You know, that stuff's real expensive. So a $100 Ticketmaster gift card can go a super long way. And all you have to do is just tell us what you like about our show or don't like. It's really as simple as that. And again, if you're ready to fill it out, the survey is at LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. And uh, again, we really love and appreciate your support. Thank you so much for choosing to make Lockdown Jets your first listen of the day. Now, back to our other survey results about the rebuild question. Uh, So the second question that I asked is, if the Jets are rebuilding, which coaching candidates appeal to you the most? And we have uh, four choices that I think are are potential real options. We have Pascal Vincent, Mark Morrison, Barry Trotz, and Bruce Cassidy. There are a few other names that I think they've been directly linked to, Scott Arneal being one of them, but I do feel Arneal was probably more uh, in an assistant coaching role. We've also seen Rick Tockett kind of pop up, but I don't know how likely that is. Uh, Tockett's recent, you know, I would say his resume probably doesn't scream the kind of coach the Jets are really looking for. I think this list, if you're looking at a rebuild, um, you're either looking at a rebuild here or, or like a playoff competitor, I think this is a more reflective list of those two philosophies. Uh, and, and based on around 20 or 21 responses, 33% are interested in uh, Pascal Vincent. Around 5% are saying Mark Morrison, which is probably about like one or two votes. Uh, 33% are in for Barry Trotz, and 29% are in for Bruce Cassidy. So you really have three leading candidates, and it's kind of split between Barry Trotz, Pascal Vincent, um, uh, leading that group a little bit, and then just behind them is Bruce Cassidy, which for me, if the, J- if the Jets are actually like rebuilding I would probably go with Pascal Vincent here because Vincent is obviously a very untested NHL head coach. And I think if you're looking for a a guy with some progressive offensive ideas, who's still pretty raw and is kind of figuring things out at this level, Vincent would be the one that you would choose. Cassidy does have room for growth, but I think he would be looking to go towards like a real contender. Uh, And that for me would kind of put the Jets out of the question if they're rebuilding Trots maybe not. Maybe he would actually still be down with it because he does want to enter a management position, and if he has like hands-on experience with this team as they're trying to develop and grow, you know, maybe he gets that impression of what the team needs before he shifts towards that management position and player development position, and starts to influence the shaping of the roster from there. But my own personal preference, I'd actually be looking at either Vincent or Morrison. I think you need to go with a younger coach somebody who demonstrates real room for growth. And I think both Vincent and Morrison have shown some promising signs at the AHL level. It's not all good news, um, but there is something there to work with. And I think if they have an open mind and an open heart to what, you know, modern coaching tendencies uh, and some of the modern philosophies of offensive aggression are, are, you know, increasingly shifting towards, I think that would suit the jets really well, especially with a super young team and a rebuilding squad. Now, as part of this, my third question. This one is probably one of the uh, more straightforward responses that I've gotten. Question three is: Should the Jets trade Nick Ayers as part of this rebuild? Right. You've looked at the staffing, but you know this is a question where I had a, a fairly good idea of how it was going to end. And based on 20 votes, it's pretty much what you'd expect. Um, I think only one person said firmly yes. One person said leaning yes. A couple of people said leaning no, and 75%, which is 15 responses, said firmly no. I am absolutely on firmly no for now. The only reason that you would really trade Ehlers is if he kind of wants to go and he's getting like a massive offer in some sort of trade package. For me, Ehlers is one of our most critical skaters and somebody that you're not necessarily going to build an entire team around him, but he is part of that future core. Now, the thing with Nick is that he's like 25 or 26, maybe even getting closer to 27 now. And for a rebuilding team, that's a really difficult age uh, bracket because, you know, you start getting into the 28, 29, 30, uh, and that's sort of when, you know, the Jets rebuild is likely to start tailing off. But by that point, if you're starting to become a real competitor again, Ehlers is already exiting his prime years. And so it's not an easy question, I don't feel. For me, though, I think the answer itself is relatively straightforward. I, I just as a fan, I just can't really see Ehlers joining another team. That's just my personal feeling, though. Uh, maybe y'all feel differently. Let me know what you would do in this situation and which of these head coaching candidates you would probably choose um, either on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets or in the YouTube comments below. Now, I do have two more questions that I think are actually worth asking, and we'll get to those in just a little bit, and hear some fan feedback. Get, you know, a final sense of this whole rebuild question. It's it's not an easy one, and I think a lot of people have a lot of mixed feelings. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's Locked on Winnipeg Jets. We are asking some questions pertaining to a Winnipeg Jets rebuild, and I wanted to ask the fans how they felt, because obviously... Uh, Fan-driven responses are always one of the most important things, and uh, based on some of the stuff the Jets have recently been doing, I I would imagine that they're trying to really gauge fan sentiment and get a sense of, you know, how we all feel about stuff. Question four, (laughs) this is not going to be a fun one for some of you, but, you know, I asked if he would be alright with the Jets trading Connor Hellebuck during the rebuilding process, Uh, and the responses from around 25 votes, they are definitely split. Uh, A small portion said firmly yes, around 17%, Uh, 46% said leaning yes, about 21% said leaning no, and around 17% said firmly no. I think this is probably one of the hardest choices the Jets would have to make. You know, you have your Vesna caliber goalie who, despite having what looked like weaker counting stats last year, actually put up one of the stronger seasons among NHL goalies, uh, especially considering the scoring chances the Jets were giving up. Um, helly has been doing it for many years now and he, he just remains one of the top starters in the NHL. And yet he's like 28 or 29 and given where he's at in his career and given where the jets are, you know, Hellebuck can only mask this team's deficiencies for so long. And if you have him on, you know, a, a contract control situation, and there are a lot of teams out there who will need an elite goalie to push them further, you know, I'm thinking Toronto, Minnesota. Uh, Colorado even, there are so many teams that would love to add Hellebuck's signature. And if you're the Jets and you're rebuilding, Hellebuck's just not a player that you can really afford to keep around. I love him, and I think he loves the Jets, but I have to be honest, in a pragmatic sense, I think you would have to cut bait. Uh, and honestly, Hellebuck, I'm, I'm I'm certain, would actually be okay with that because he's watched this team not really improve this defense. He's seen it night in and night out, and you know, oftentimes he's been kind of you know, <laughs> grilled by the media before, which you've seen how he reacted. It wasn't uh, a particularly warm reception to that. And so maybe it wouldn't be the worst to get a change of scenery. Let him chase hardware for a real contender while the Jets go through the rebuild process. I I would be very pained with this, but I would say firmly, yes, I'd be OK with it. Uh, I think it would be a necessary move. And as painful as it is, as a huge Hellebuck fan myself, there's just sometimes where you're uh, faced with a decision where you can't really avoid the, you know, the uh, you can't really avoid taking the bitter pill. And I think this is one of those very clear situations um, because I think the return would be pretty okay. Not amazing, but decent for what Hellebuck is. Uh, again, I say I'm firmly in the yes camp, but you know, this is a decently split decision. I think a lot of people would be okay-ish with it, but you know, it has to be a decent offer. And that's always the challenge with goalies. They don't traditionally bring huge trade packages and with Hellebuck kind of being towards the end of his, uh, his primish years heading into the uh, early thirties. Some folks will say, well, you know, goalies age differently. And that is true for some of the special ones, but we don't really know what Hellebuck's trajectory looks like yet. And if you're factoring in that uncertainty, plus uh, you know, eventually he'll need another contract in the near future. There's there's a lot of reasons why you would probably look at the last couple of years on this deal, um, and and say that it's time for him to move on, especially if you're rebuilding. But you know, above all with this, we, we've talked about players, head coaches, and stuff. The last question that I kind of came towards: Should Chevy be allowed to oversee the rebuild process, or would you prefer an alternative GM staffing choice? This is kind of the biggest question because where the team is at hasn't really shown progress in the way that it should. And while there's certainly been a lot of rumors about how involved uh, Chipman is and some of the front o- other front office members are, you know, ultimately this team's progress and development, you know, the the development, uh, I forget, draft and develop was the the model for many years. That ultimately still falls under Chevy's oversight. And so, you know, with 21 votes, you know, 29% of you said keep Chevy and 71% said replace Chevy. And I think replacing Shovel Day off for me would be fine. I I would lean in this camp. I think the Jets have gotten as far as they can under his leadership. Even if he was allowed to make his, you know this team uh, and its staff his own, I I just don't really see a lot changing. Maybe I'd be shocked, right? Maybe I'd be super surprised by a sudden shift in direction with this team, but you know, you look at the Jeff's or the Jets uh, drafting record and their development of their prospects and how many of them have actually made the NHL recently. It's not a very large number. Um, and and you can certainly say that the coaching staff has had an impact on this process, but at the end of the day, the GM still has to answer for all of this. And I just don't feel like Chevy has really shown enough to be considered a long-term member of this team. I I know that they just signed a three-year contract extension. Um, So for me, I think the Jets aren't really thinking about a rebuild, but if it does come down to it and there is an actual rebuild within the next year or two, I got to say, I think this team needs a fresh change in perspective. I I don't really know that anyone is going to come into this job and be a much better GM, but I feel like with the Jets not really making any progress, how much worse could it possibly be? Uh, I say that and we've seen um, some absolute disasters out there. Hello, Edmonton Oilers. But, you know, maybe the Jets would actually select somebody that I could stand this time and we would have a front office that's a little more functional. But for the time being, we're stuck with Chevy. We're going to see what his hand is over the next few months. And as we start to see his vision of this team unfold post Murrays, I'll give my thoughts on where I think this team is headed. And, you know, into the start of next season, you know, ultimately, do I feel the Jets are on the right path? I don't know yet. There's so much uncertainty until we even have a head coach. Uh, But for the time being, you know, just we're just going to keep asking the fan base different questions, kind of coming up with some different hypothetical scenarios and getting prepped for the draft, because all of this could really change Winnipeg's fate as they start to prep for the next three to five years of this franchise's history. But, you know, for all of that, I still think ultimately people feel change is coming on the horizon and at, at some point in the very near future. This team is going to have to tear it down and start again. We've watched this team for like a decade, kind of mostly spin wheels. It's not good enough anymore. And I think everyone knows it. it's just time for the team to actually follow through and make the changes to start a real fresh perspective on this team. I'd be curious to know your thoughts on that, though. Be sure to let me know at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter. And then the YouTube comments below. Let me know how you feel about the idea of a rebuild. Some of you have given some feedback already. Some of you are very much in favor of a rebuild. In fact, I think that's most of the comments that I saw already. But, you know, answer some of these questions. Let me know how you feel about it. Uh, But for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Over the next few days, we'll start to have our Stanley Cup Finals coverage as well as some more prospect talk and, um, you know, kind of talking about this Barry Trotz decision that seems to be on the way sometime middle or late this week let's just hope the Jets are at least part of the conversation and uh, one of the finalists for his candidacy. But for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day, every day. While you're at it, make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So like, follow, and subscribe right now. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.